Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Oh, hold on a minute. Who put that question up there? Who put that? Is it annoying having that? Please come and share. I think you got the message, haven't you? I'll get rid of that. Get rid of that. Yeah. So let's get into this. Uh, let's get this thing done. So if you've got any questions, um, microphone, audio related or um, plastic surgery sort of related, I will be very happy to field them. Um, but in the absence of anything, I'm going to crack on with the preordained ones. And we've got a question here that says on the day of surgery, how many hours after thigh lift with boobs will I be able to go to the bathroom on my own? So um, the problem with thigh lift is you are a bit debilitated because obviously it's your legs. Well, your thighs. Strictly speaking, your leg is the bit below the knee. Knee down to the foot is your leg and the bit of the knee up is your thigh. So it is thigh. Um, but, um, obviously it feels a bit tight and a bit uncomfortable on your thigh, but one of the problems with any surgery is, uh, DVT, which is clots in your legs. And that is due to immobility. So we are very keen to get you actually up and about as soon as possible. So, um, the answer to the question is you will get you up day one, probably, probably not day naught, probably not the day of the surgery. Um, but certainly the day after the surgery, we will uh, aim to get you up and maybe not massively walking, maybe getting to the chair, um, asking how long before you go to the bathroom alone. Well, the nurse will help you and will help you to the bathroom, but you'll be able to be in the bathroom alone, uh, assuming you feel up to it. So you'd be surprised at, um, at how... I look all right. Oh, that's the problem with this. It goes the wrong way. You'd be surprised at how um, quickly you'll be up on your feet, really. And, and you will be up sort of day one, uh, although obviously a bit uncomfortable and not sort of doing too much. But up and walking and being able to go to the bathroom alone the first day, um, although you will want to have support with the nurse. You want the nurses around, but not necessarily in the bathroom with you. So, yeah, try and get you up and around ASAP. Um Oh, here we go. Now, can I get that on? Right, how do I get this on? What happens if I do this? Oh, nice. Look at that. That's nice. I'm 18 days post-op and swelling up like a balloon by noon. What is the best way to reduce this as I'm back in work and it's really hurting? Um, Johanna, what it, it, I'm, I'm assuming it's a tummy tuck. I don't know why. I don't know why. But there is quite a lot of swelling with a tummy tuck. Is it a tummy tuck? Unless you say something, I'm going to assume it's a tummy tuck. Um, but if, you, if it's a different operation, please feel free to say it's a different operation. But let's say for the sake of argument, it's a tummy tuck. Tummy tuck is a big op and it does swell. Now, 18 days is a long time, uh, but it's not that long. So I would imagine, uh, I would hope you'd have some kind of support. So obviously for a tummy, well, not obviously, but for a tummy tuck, we have a, you have a, a garment, uh, a support garment, or, you know, those big pants, you know, those big pressure control pants or, you know, abdominal control pants or something to support you. If it's not a tummy tuck, if it's a breast surgery, 
a, a supportive bra or whatever the surgery is, some support. If you're swelling, some support. So if it's on a limb, uh, like a tuber grip can help. The problem on a limb is that if you have a tuber grip, it's where the tuber grip begins and ends that you can get swelling past that. So you need to have quite a sort of long tuber grip because if your tuber grip is just over the swelling bit, you'll get swelling on either side and you can have a sort of a tourniquet effect. So if you've got swelling sort of on your on your forearm here, you want to sort of you want some compression right from your hand up to your shoulder. Um, same with your knee, you want it sort of all the way down to your foot, up to your thigh to, to stop that sort of tourniquet effect if you just have a small bit of compression. But, uh, oh, here we go, tummy tuck. It is a tummy tuck. There you go. Tummy tuck, muscle repair and lipo. Yeah, I thought it was, Johanna. It's often a bit of uh, swelling after that. And 18 days is, is early. And the, one of the problems is, so support is the number one thing. So supportive garment, something that's comfortable for you. But one of the problems is once you start doing stuff, um, I don't know how um, uh, active your job is, but if you're doing an acti activities, that can make it swell. And when it swells, it takes longer for it to settle. It is a little bit of a vicious circle. Once you get some swelling, then it takes longer for that to settle. So the longer you leave it to settle, the better, um, the, be the more chance it is of having a better a quicker recovery so sometimes when you get back into stuff too soon it can be a false economy and so if you are obviously have to work and what have you uh, if you do have to work and things try and take it easy try and rest as much as you can so as i say dvt is an issue so we don't keep you active and mobile but just not overdoing it and certainly not putting any power through your core because you make it swell sorry i hope you can't hear them out there oh god Hoping this mic's not picking that up anyway. Um, might have to go some child discipline halfway through the through the thing. Um, so yeah, supportive garments and just take it easy, Johanna. And I know it's hard if you have to work, but it's a bit of a vicious uh, a vicious circle. The more you have to work, the more it swells, the longer it takes to settle. But also be strong because it is early days and it will be fine in the long term. It's really early days, 18, day, uh, 18 days, and it's often the case that it's quite swollen at this stage. So don't worry, it will settle. It will get better. Um, Sonia has asked, will an iodine... Look at that photo of Sonia. Look at that. Huh? That is good. Will an iodine patch get rid of slough in an incision? It's just a little bit... My sister had a tummy tuck and has a small opening three weeks after surgery. All the rest of the incision is good. Thanks for answer. Um, thanks for question, Sonia. So um, basically, the thing about wounds is um, you want to you you want to see if the wound is wet or dry. If the wound is wet, if it is um, quite exudative and it it's got quite a lot of um, watery stuff coming off. Um, iodine is really good at drying up the wound. So iodine is a very good dressing for drying up a wound. It's also antibacterial. Um, so that is good. The, when you're seeing a three, um, a, a small opening, if it's a cavity, then maybe you would, you might want something different. I don't know what an opening means. If you can see the base of the wound and it is just sluffy, slough is just dead tissue. It's a yellow, dead tissue, dead cells, and it's yellowness over the, over a wound. And we don't really want a, a wound to be sluffy. So uh, we really want it to have a granulating wound. We want it to be red, not yellow. Um, if it's very sluffy, you can use something like Aquacel or, or basically a, a different type of dressing to try and get rid of the slough. So if it's quite 
wet, then iodine will dry it out. If it's not that wet and it is quite sluffy, quite yellow, then you might use a different sort of dressing uh, to help get rid of the slough. But be, be, be guided by your doctor. Um, it's often the way that at three weeks post op a tummy tuck, you might get a little bit of uh, a bit of uh, wound breakdown. The main thing is to keep it clean, keep positive, keep well hydrated and well um, nutrition, keep your nutrition at good levels, eating and drinking well to get these wounds healed. You just have to be in a good physical state, but um, it should be fine. But iodine is certainly a good dressing uh, if it's a wet sort of moist thing. Is it better when that light's gone or not? Um, Yes, I've got to support, but not help you. Yeah, don't worry, um, Johanna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. Uh, Olivia's got the plumber in, so that's um, so she's had to go. Um, so um, thank you. That's good. Um, I am going to click on here and here. Does the hospital cater to special dietary requests? Low carb, high protein. Um, really, when I do these questions, I should really research the answer before I do them. And I'm just thinking aloud here. Um, I would imagine so. Uh, low carb, high protein. I guess that's just sort of sort of food that you eat, isn't it? I mean, you just I guess you they, they have a menu, I, I believe. Um, and you can choose off the menu and you can I'm sure you can ask things off the menu if within reason. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they would be catering to requirements, um, low carb, high protein, and that I'm sure that would be fine. Um, yeah. Uh, Sonia, Sonia, it's dry. So if it's dry, um, again, I, I don't know if, if a doctor has told you to use iodine, then you better stick with them and not go with some guy on the Internet. Uh, so I would do whatever your doctor has said. Um, but if it's dry, I, I feel that iodine's not quite so good if it's if it's dry. It does help to dry out a wound. Um, if it's dry and if it's sluffy, so if it's yellow, uh, then maybe another sort of dressing might be good. Um, Aquacel or something like that. Um, but, but you know, I, I mean, if it's small, I think whatever you do, it'll be fine. Iodine will be fine if it's small. Um, but uh, yeah, if it's a small area, if, whatever you do, it'll be fine, Sonia. So I won't worry too much. Um, so, um, okay. Uh, had my revision. This is a patient's question. Okay, had my revision surgery last Thursday. Surgeon said he put permanent stitches in this time, along with dissolvable sutures, not moving my upper body as so paranoid will it work this time it was my second revision surgery for bottoming out both sides oh dear what can i say what can i say um the problem is and i, I think you know i don't want um i don't want to have sympathy here i mean this is not my case this is someone else's case but but it it is difficult doing revision surgery and this is the problem this patient's had revision surgery second time revision surgery so it's obviously you know, first time, they obviously hoped it would work. They wouldn't, we didn't think you were going to need a second time revision surgery. So you can never guarantee results of surgery. It sounds awful because I know we take the money and, um, you know, you would sort of reasonably expect some guarantee of results, but there is never really a guarantee. I mean, we guarantee we do the surgery and we guarantee that we'll do it, you know, within proper sterile facilities and using the proper techniques and 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 what have you 
but we can't guarantee results. And um, the problem with these things is you're dealing with tissues and um, bottoming out is a really difficult problem because bottoming out is when the, 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 the implant, um, presumably it's an implant, uh, is descending below the inframammary fold. You can get bottoming out after a breast reduction, so without implants, but I'm assuming, anyway, whatever, it's the bot lower part of the breast descending below um, the inframammary fold. So what they've done, I'm sure, is, is redefined that inframammary fold with these permanent sutures. The problem is, even though it's permanent sutures, you've got to think what the sutures are sutured to. Because it doesn't matter if it's a permanent suture. If the place where the suture, the suture is sutured to gives, if it pulls away, it's going to pull away. The suture might be okay, but, it, but it's going to pull away. So you have to really take... Uh, a bite when you're doing these sutures of the periosteum of the covering over the bone of the ribs you have to really sort of nail it down um, these sutures uh, and sometimes you get dense in the skin because you've really nailed it down to to make it a really robust um, uh, uh, repair now one of the problems with using permanent sutures is if you do really nail it down and get dense in the skin those dents are always going to be there because it's a permanent suture um, so you've got to be a bit careful on those terms. But just because it's a permanent suture doesn't mean you're not going to get a recurrence of your bottoming out. I'm sorry to say, I, I know you probably want me to reassure you, but a, a permanent suture doesn't mean that it will be a permanent result. Because if the suture is sutured to some fat or some some tissues above the periosteum or around the periosteum and it pulls through, then you'll get a recurrence of your bottoming out and it's due and it's basically the weight of the breast will p potentially push through and and uh, cause a recurrence and the more operations you have the more difficult it gets so this is a second time redo it gets more difficult every time there's more scar tissue every time you don't want to be putting bites into scar tissue scar tissue doesn't really hold sutures very well so it's difficult surgery i very much hope it will be fine and i wish you all well but there is a chance that it may not work i mean i don't want to don't be negative don't wanna be a naysayer but you know if you say will it let's be positive let's say yes it's going to be good and it's going to be fine can't guarantee it but let's be positive come on people we can do this positive mental attitude is so important so having been a bit of a naysayer you've got to be realistic you know you can't say because you know and i'm sure the surgeon would have done everything he, in his power to make it work it's a tough job it's a tough job don't want to you know don't want your sympathy but it is tough to get it right and we're always trying to get it right and we're always trying to do the right thing but you know you don't want to take a big bite of the periosteum and then cause a lot of pain because you've taken a big bite of the periosteum you get pain in your ribs or you know take not enough of a bite of the periosteum and then it bottoms out again no one's planning to do surgery for it not to work but there's always a chance it might not work, whatever surgery you're having done, even your very first time. But it usually does. That's why, you know, cosmetic surgery is very popular because it's got a low complication rate, despite what you might think when you watch the TV or read the, you know, Hello magazine. It looks like it's always going wrong. It's not always going wrong. It hardly ever goes wrong, but it can go wrong. <laughs> so you have to be aware of that if you're going to go down the route. But I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. So I'm sure it'll be fine, but it's tricky surgery. Revision surgery is always tricky. Um, <clears throat> Sonia, 
Sonia, you're getting the gold star at this point in time for your questions. Well done, you. I had a reduction and a lift a few years ago. Is it possible to have another lift in the future? I'm in my 50s now and don't want droopy breasts. Thanks for your answer on the slough question. About to say slough, resisted it. You're welcome, Sonia. And I hope your, who was it for the slough? It was your sister, was it? Um, uh, sister, yeah. I hope your sister does does well on that. And I'm, I'm sure it'll work out, whatever. Um, so, um, yes, it is possible, uh, Sonia. Absolutely possible to have another reduction. It is always good practice to get the operation note of your previous reduction. So either you can do that or your surgeon can... Well, if you choose the same surgeon, you'll be all right. Um, or if you get a different surgeon, it's good for, the, for your new surgeon to get the op note of your original um, reduction. Because when you do a reduction, you isolate the nipple on a stalk of tissue. It can be coming from the lower part of the breast, it can be coming from the upper part of the breast, sides. And therefore, when you do the second reduction, you have to use the same stalk of tissue. So that is a... Um, that is an issue. Actually, sorry, you've said a lift. So if you want a lift is less of a thing, unless, of course, it was an inferior pedicle because we do, or I tend to release the whole inferior pole and, and mobilize it up to give you fullness in the upper part. So bottom line is, yeah, it's good. It's fine to, 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 to have a lift. It is more risks having it done a, 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 with a previous reduction in the past. And it's a very good practice to have a uh, copy of the op note, operation note of your original surgery. And if you know the surgeons at slash the hospital, you should be able to get that. And um, you said a few years ago, if it was a few years ago, that'd be more of a risk. If it was many years ago, it'd be less of a risk because sort of blood supply would have grown through the scar tissue. So uh, usually when people want a second lift or reduction, it's sort of many years after the original surgery. But uh, definitely possible, Sonia. Um, and uh, and something that would definitely be done. Kirsty day evening. Kirsty day evening. That's a, what's that? Well, it's just words really, isn't it? But uh, good evening, Kirsty. You know, day evening. I was thinking it's a sort of, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, good evening. I'm assuming you mean evening. evening. Um, Sonia, yes. Yes was, yeah, your sister, I think, yeah. Um, good. Uh, come on, Kirsty, get your questions in because I've got to. I've got to be honest. I'm on my last question. I'm being honest now. Okay. Uh, this is it. No, don't delete. Here we go. I'll just put this in lastminute.com. This one's just someone actually just left a message today um, about this because we're all at the at the at the um, Christmas lunch. So um, thank you, Sonia. So. So, is the breast implant, oh, someone's phone to say, is the breast implant under or over the muscle as she's pregnant and she wants to breastfeed? Um, it doesn't matter whether the implant is under or over the muscle. Uh, you can breastfeed whether the implant's under or over the muscle. There's no problem in breastfeeding if you've got implants in. It, um, assuming you can breastfeed already, because some people can't breastfeed, but whether or not, whether you're or not, you can breastfeed is not dependent on having implants. Implants go underneath the breast, whether they're underneath the muscle or on top of the muscle, they're always underneath the breast. So all the ducts should be intact. So you should be able to breastfeed whether they're in front, um, whether they're in, yeah, in front or behind the muscles. So that shouldn't be a relevant thing. Um, 
So yeah, don't worry. Uh, but this is obviously one of my pa or one of our patients who's asking, so we will let them know where they are. But I just thought I'd get that one in. Um, Sonia says thank you again. Sonia, thank you for the question. This it's, uh, it's I'm genuinely very grateful for the for the questions, and also Kirsty, I am grateful to you for saying, out of curiosity, for massive weight loss skin, would you recommend a three sixty TT or FDL? Kirsty. Um, I tell you, I have to talk in general terms, Kirsty, because obviously without seeing you, it's different for different people. But in terms of tummy tucks, the I, I think the, the 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 optimum. It's not the optimum, but the 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 in terms of sort of complications and aesthetics and downsides versus upsides, the sweet spot is a full tummy tuck. A mini tummy tuck is less scarring, less cost, less recovery, but it's not as good a result. I think a full tummy tuck is is at the pinnacle of downsides and upsides. Um, a fleur de lis it has got a vertical scar going straight down the abdomen. So it's, a, it's like a normal tummy tuck, but it also takes out skin in a side to side direction to sort of improve the waist. So it has, so, and it's really only for people with massive weight loss. So it has got a benefit in terms of the fact that it narrows your waist and narrows the, the skin that way as well as in an up and down direction. But the negative side of it, that scar going up, down, up the middle of the abdomen, I don't like it. It's not my body, but I don't like it. And uh, also there's increased risk of wound healing because of the T-junction. And also there's a scar sort of going, uh, transecting through the belly button. So there are risks with the fleur de -lis. And the question is, are those risks, risks worth the benefits? And that's something we'd have to discuss with you. But I think uh, uh, I think that is something you have to seriously consider. A 360 tummy tuck is, a, is another level on top of that. It's an even bigger operation. It goes all the way around the back. So it's a tummy tuck around the front and it's all the way around the back. And it really goes at, 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 uh, reducing the, the fullness on the sides. And again, only really suitable for massive weight loss people. But it's got a really high complication rate. Wound breakdown, chest infections, seromas, all sorts of issues and problems. It's quite hard operation to do. It's quite hard to recover from because you've got a scar around the back, scar around the front. So it really is a big deal. So it's really only for people who have that circumferential access, particularly at the sides. Um, so it's only a small group of people who are candidates really for a 360-degree tummy tuck. So um, I wouldn't say one is, is, is the best or I wouldn't recommend one or the other. I like a full tummy tuck straight up full tummy tuck i like that because it doesn't give you the scar down the middle doesn't have all the complications and the uh complexity associated with a 360 degree but i've done all of them i will do all of them and i will talk you through the pros and cons because at the end of the day it's your body and you have to decide what's right for you and you might say look i'm happy having that scar down the middle because i'll say look there's fleur de lis you scar down the middle so you might say i don't like i'm not happy wearing a bikini now you might still not be happy wearing a bikini with a scar down the middle you look like you've had abdominal surgery you might say, I'm happy with that. I just really want to feel good about myself in clothes. I'm like, okay, fine. But you can get a nice result with a full tummy tuck, but you can reduce, take away more skin. The more, basically, the more scarring, the more skin you can remove. So a fleur de lis and a 360 does give you more skin removal because it gives you more scarring. And it's a balance. It's always a balance. Oh, Kirsty's in, Kirsty's in. I know there's some questions in between, Kirsty. What do you think about when that light goes on? Because I can turn that off. Is that better? Turn that off. Um, 
Some surgeons have said 360 would be better seeing pics of me, but I've not got a bum and I'm worried about the bum scar. I don't care about the scars, to be honest. The bum scar, Kirsty, is above your bum. Um, the, the, it doesn't do much to your bum. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of the interface between your bum and your back. Um, so it's the upper part of your, of your bum. Um, so I wouldn't worry about the, the bum scar so much. Um, I would worry about the fact that it's a big, long operation and there's a scar. Yeah, pops and picks over. Yeah, let's get some pics on board. I've seen some. So you email me or direct message me and I'll give you an opinion. But um, but the really good thing is the size, the, 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 um, the, 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 the 360 really does take away skin at the sides and also around the back. But most people aren't bothered about excess skin at the back. Um, but it's at the sides that you can really get a good uh, removal of the skin, which you can't do so much with a full tummy tuck. Although you can do liposuction to the sides with a full tummy tuck. Um, but uh, but it, but it's a big deal, a 360. Um, but it might be right for you uh, if you have got a lot of excess skin. Joe Mary. Hi, Joe. Is there any way to have a breast lift without such noticeable scarring? Oh, Joe. Good question, Joe. Um, we are looking at it. I say we. The medical community is looking at it. Um, and there are people who talk about doing things um, to, to, to try and lift the breast and internal meshes and what have you. But the answer, the simple answer is no. Um, basically, the if you look at someone who needs a mastopexy, there's too much skin. That's why they need a mastopexy. Either weight, weight lost weight or had children. There's too much skin on the side view and the nipple's sitting too low. The nipple's too low and there's too much skin. So you need to remove skin and you need to lift the nipple. And there are other ways you can do it with um, less scarring and things, but if you need to move the nipple, if you're gonna move the nipple, you have to have a scar around the nipple. You can't move the nipple without a scar around the nipple. So probably the least scarring is just a scar around the nipple. A circumareola mastopexy or a Benelli lift is called. Uh, where you take a donut skin around the nipple, you cinch it in and you just tighten the skin. It does tend to flatten the breast, does tend to be of a puckered scar around the nipple. I personally don't particularly like it, but that's probably the least scarring for a, for a mastopexy. Um, you can then move on then to the circum vertical or lollipop lift, where there's a scar around the nipple and then a scar going straight down. That is a better scar, a better lift in my view. You can take skin out in a side to side way you can lift the nipple take the skin out side to side way and tighten the skin that way if there's a lot of skin if there's a lot of skin side to side so to narrow the breast and in an up and down way then it's that full anchor the full t um uh, to to take all of that skin out and to give a, a bigger lift but more scarring more complications because there's a t-junction or what have you so um there the probably the the, the least scarring is a benelli or circumareola but it's the least lift. What are you going to do? Um, I wish there was, Joe. I wish there was somewhere to do it without giving you noticeable scarring or just hiding the scar in the fold or something. But um, not not at the moment, I'm afraid. The scarring does fade and the scarring's all hidden in a bra. So when you're in a bra, it's okay. But you might say, I'm in a bra, I'm okay now. I want to look good out of a bra. So you can have that scarring. Is it worth it? Don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, you have to answer that one. 
but there's a problem with a lift joe you know and i tell everyone look it's going to be a scar so if you you know you've got to go in with your eyes open and be happy that's right for you but uh yeah i wish there, i wish there was joe i wish there was a way of doing all this surgery without tummy tucks wouldn't it be great if we do a tummy tuck without so much scarring but uh at the moment the whole surgery is around removing skin tightening skin um, more facelifts, more scarring, more skin you tighten. All of these ones. Terry May Jory. Hi, Terry May. I need a thigh lift, breast lift, tummy tuck, and arm lift. Wow. But don't want loads of surgeries. Could I combine surgeries on which would be best to combine? Yes, you can, Terry. It's uh, very um, reasonable to combine surgery. And the, the surgeries you're talking about means you probably lost a lot of weight. That's sort of... Um, so thigh lift, breast lift, tummy tuck, and arm lift. I would probably go, Terry, go in areas, both for recovery and also for surgical time um, and, and, and time it under, under anesthetic. So basically, if you do the breast lift and the arm lift together, you've got one area of surgery that you're operating on. You know, it's, it's all in one area. And recovery, it's sort of in one area, the sort of top half, if you like. Similarly, the thigh lift and the um, tummy tuck. You know that that's the combo i would go i would go thigh and tummy arm and breast keep it in areas you know if you've got your arms and your legs hurting you know or your tummy and your core and your arms i would keep it um, um located to to the top half of your body or the bottom half of your body so you have lost a lot of weight yeah well congratulations uh on the weight loss and um, it's perfectly reasonable to combine surgery. As you say, you don't have four operations because you're looking at minimum three, probably six months to be realistic <clears throat> between each operation. So that's um, a long time. Was it two years or something? So, you know, if you could have two operations, maybe that'd be better. But, you know, they're going to knock you back. You ought to be prepared. You know, a thigh lift and a tummy tuck is a big op. An arm lift and a breast reduction is a big op. You know, they're both going to be big ops, but um, perfectly reasonable to combine them together. Absolutely no problems with that, Terry. Right. I see. I think if I look at my agenda. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not my agenda. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, here we go. Terry, can I have prices of those surgery combined in that way? Oh, I've got to make a note. Yes, Terry. I hope we sent the prices to the people who won it last week. I was just thinking about that. I hope I was true to my word. I did pass the message on to my people. Right. What they'll probably do, Terry, is they'll contact you somehow, like message you or something, and ask for um, your email address. Yeah. Tummy and thigh. Breast and arm. No problem, Terry. But if you direct message me with your email address, that'll cut out the middleman. But you can definitely have that, Terry. You can definitely. Kirsty sent them. I've lost 17. Se Kirsty, were you on last last week with the 17 stone late weight loss? 34. I want to lose another two. <coughs> Kirsty, you were on last week, weren't you? Asking about BMI 34.2. Was that you? Right, I'll turn my screens off now. How have you sent them, Kirsty? Have you sent them on Facebook or on um, email or what? 
So let's have a live look at this. Anyway, meanwhile, what are we talking about? Yeah, uh, Terry. Yeah, good. I'll get my people on it in the morning. Team, get the team on it. Um, How have you sent it, um, Kirsty? Is it on the email or on the? Um, oh, I've got my email here. Um, so um, yeah, just kicking back. Um, kicking back. Oh my god, look at all these emails. Jeez. Uh I've got to be honest, it's it's quite hard to find your way around the Facebook malarkey. I don't know about you. How you found it. Uh inbox. It's gonna be on my inbox. Kirsty, yes. Kirsty sent a photo. Oh yeah, Kirsty. Well, I've got to say, Kirsty, um, happy for you to discuss on live. Okay, I can discuss it. Thank you. Um, I've got to say, Kirsty, your photo, um, I mean, there is not a huge amount on the back. Can I, can I show you? Not sure if I should. Can I show your photo or not? Shall I? Shall I not? Do you want me to show your photo? No. Okay. If you do, say, but, uh, but we'll just talk about it. Um, you, you, you've mainly, as is the case in most people, got excess on the front of your abdomen. So you would have a huge benefit from a uh, tummy tuck. Um, we'd have to just discuss a flirtly. I think so. For me, I think um, the 360, I don't see a huge excess um, on the on the back and sort of not a, not a huge amount on the sides, to be honest with you. There is quite a bit on the sides, but there's there's not that much on the back. Um, fleur de lis could be an option uh, to narrow your waist, but as I say, it would give you a scar going straight up and down, straight on down your abdomen. So I think you could have a full tummy tuck, although you would have to accept that uh, it wouldn't be as good as giving you a, a, the, giving you the waist um, or taking out those side bits. Uh, you'd have to accept the limitations of a full tummy tuck. It would address uh, the. You don't care. All right. Okay. Um, Right now, how do I show photos? Um, so you'd have to accept that uh, it wouldn't give you as much tightening as a um, flirtly or a 360. So the one thing I would say is so I think, I think you could have um, quite reasonably have just a, a tummy tuck, and uh, I should show you photos. I could show you photos in the clinic of people of people who've had a tummy tuck, who um, have got rid of that apron and had a nice result but still got some on the sides. So um, you would have to accept that. And if you accept that, then that would be an option. 
can I point? I can't point, can I? Um, no, not that. So I don't know if my arrow is working. So the there is quite a lot on the sides. Um, sorry, there is quite a lot on the front, but not a huge amount on the sides. The other thing I would say, Kirsty, is there is um, quite a lot in the Mons area. The Mons area, people often talk about what the Mons. Can I point on this? What's that? Edit appearance. I need a pointer. I need a pointer. Um, not sure if my arrow is working. If you can see my arrow, the, the, the Mons area is the bit, the, the pit in the pubic area, but the bit below the abdominal apron. Um, so there is quite a bit there. And so that might still be there after a, oh yeah, Mons lift. Um, that might still be there after a, uh, a tummy tuck. I say might it will be it will be there's stuff we can do to the mons to try and flatten it off but there might be be some fullness to the to the mons area it's hard to lift the mons significantly at the time of a tummy tuck we can have a go but there might still be some fullness there and that might need to be addressed as a second procedure so the mons is one area to think about and it's i think you have lost a huge amount of weight and you're a legend for that 17 stone is i can only imagine what that's that that's unbelievable and i think you would be a candidate for any of them i think you'd be a candidate for a full tummy tuck a fleur de lis or a uh, 360 um and we just have to discuss with you the pros and cons a 360 the, probably the sort of easiest one is a full tummy tuck but it wouldn't give you the narrowing of the waist uh, a fleur de lis is the next one up and it would narrow your waist a bit and pull pull the tissues in from the side um a 360 is the biggest of the lot i'm not sure how much a 360 would help you because you haven't got a huge amount on the sides so it would probably be a fleur de lis or a or just a standard full tummy tuck um but yeah we can talk about it in the clinic and i think that whichever you have the main benefit is going to come from removing that abdominal apron that skin on skin that you've got at the front which is so hard to get rid of and you've done a fantastic job in removing the weight but you can't remove that um that that skin hanging down there uh, and, uh, and i've got to go uh, i've got to echo joe there by saying 17 stone is absolutely amazing well done for that so i think whatever you have done kirsty you will have a you'll have a transforming effect um and it's just a question of what um let me show you should i show you it's just a question of um your managing your expectations um so you have to be aware that a tummy tuck for instance a normal tummy tuck will not give you as much as a tightening of the skin as a fleur de lis or a 360 but there's less scarring and less com complications associated with it and so you might be happy to make that um trade you might not you might say look you know i really want that narrowed that way i'm like okay well the only way you can do that is with the fleur de lis but you have to accept you're going to have a scar um going up the center here let me just show you some examples of what i am talking about um I've not done this before, Kirsty. I don't know. I hope this works now. 
if I can show someone who's had massive weight loss, perhaps not quite as massive as you, but let me do that. Um, Right, don't worry. Yeah, tucking it all in, yes. Um, yes, tucking it, I can imagine. You have to wear trousers much bigger than what your waist is just because of the extra extra apron. Could the mons be done and lipo help it? Yes, lipo would help the mons, but you would definitely need skin excision of the mons <clears throat> as well as lipo. Right, let's give this a go. So, um, So I, what I want to do, what I want to do is, oh man, <laughs> let me show you my slides. Right, don't worry, don't worry guys, it's just don't you worry. Don't you worry, let's just get this. So yeah, what I want to do, Kirsty, is I want to show you some examples. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So. Desktop. Save. Save right. Uh, it's it's okay. So you know, maybe I haven't, you know, maybe I haven't planned all this. Here we go. But that's all right. You guys aren't doing anything tonight. You can just watch me do all this. Thanks, Joe. My gut and mons really are my only issues. I like how I am, just not that lot. Plus, I imagine it's quite heavy too. Lol. Yeah, it is quite heavy. Um, right. What I wanted to do. Oh, not that one. Oh God, I can show you that. Let's just show you that. Can you see that? That's my slideshow. Um, so this patient here, she's had a uh, just a normal tummy tuck. So um, she's had massive weight loss. You can see the scars from a gastric band. Not as much as you, Kirsty, but she's had a massive weight loss. And she's had a normal, normal tummy tuck. So you see, she's still got some on the on the sort of around the back. So obviously a 360 would have given her a better result around the back, but it has taken off that apron and made it more comfortable to wear clothes. So, uh, you know, it has, it has um, got rid of the problem, but maybe not given quite as good a result as it could have done if it was going to be a, um, 
a, um, a 360 or a fleur de lis, but it's avoided that scar up the, up the middle. Now, um, um, this patient here, is that showing? This patient here has had a fleur de lis. So the problem with the fleur de lis is that scar up the middle. Now I've got to say this one's faded pretty well at a year. Um, but it is quite obvious that fleur de lis, that, that's, that scar going straight up the middle. Um, and it's really for people who've got a huge abdominal excess and an excess in a side to side direction. So I don't know if you can see this bulge uh, in, in the front, but it flattens it off when you have the side view on the on the post-op, it flattens it off, but it is more scarring associated with the with the fleur de lis. Um, so yeah, and then a, and the full, obviously, we go all there and back. So it's so you could have you could have a, any of them, Kirsty. Not many people are candidates for um, fleur de lis, let alone three sixties. But I think you are a candidate for any of them, and I think it depends on how much you want to go through compared to the, the result you're going to get versus the complications so um yeah well done on the weight loss kirsty and um i hope that's helpful and uh yeah i think you get a fantastic result whatever you have done kirsty because even if you just have a full tummy tuck you're going to get rid of that huge apron at the front um and i think your life will be transformed and it's just a question of whether how much you want to do to the sides uh and i'd say i don't think the back needs much done um yeah the the the, the, the flirtily does nip in the waist yeah that is a good thing about the flirtily it nips in the waist but it's at the cost of a straight up and down um oh here we go i want the flirtily period by seeing that i'm gonna sm smother myself in tattoos anyway so it won't bother me because you put that we've got another price we've got price request guys back office price request kirsty wants a price kirsty kirsty can you message me um and uh, then I can um, make sure I don't forget. I'm not saying I will forget. Obviously, I won't forget. But if you can message me, just with you have message. In fact, you have messaged me, haven't you? If you can give me your, your email, that'd be great, Kirsty. Have you have you given me your email already? You might have done your email. If you have, then then just stay as you are, Kirsty. Here we go. Yes. Um, Yes, I don't know if you give me your email, but anyway, message me, Kirsty, and I'll get uh, that sorted out. No problem at all. Hold on, what's going on? I've lost myself. I'm back, back in the room. Um, well done, honey. I had a fleur de lis, Mons lift after eight stone weight loss. Oh, Julia, look at that. It just shows you, doesn't it? Julia's had a fleur de lis. Wow um terry may can anything be done for a saggy bum oh terry that's difficult um can anything be done yes um you, you basically a saggy bum as you put it needs to be inflated if you like and you inflate it by uh, adding volume which will either be in the terms of an implant or a uh, fat grafting it's a bit controversial at the moment uh, terry and we're not really allowed to do fat grafting to the buttocks because of the high mortality 
with it in in the world uh, in that's a uk decision i never really did it anyway to be honest with you but it, it uh it has got a high mortality so people are now sort of looking at implants i've got to say there's quite a lot of people in the world who say that fat grafting to the buttocks can be done safely so it's a bit of a controversial topic um i'm not an expert in it uh there's a lot to be said for fat grafting in general but it's a bit of a worry with the, the complications so you have to be careful who you choose to do it um and there's certainly no one in this country i don't think who's doing it or at least no, no barps members we've been advised against it they might be doing it in sort of experiment not experimental um what's the word sort of like a, a task force to, to to monitor it sort of thing do you know what i mean um but no one's sort of doing it routinely um and the other thing is implants again people are moving towards implants again implants were in vogue years ago then they went out of vogue because fat grafting came in and now they're back in because of the deaths of the fat grafting and again there are some people in the world who um, advocate uh, buttock implants i saw a chap called petit p-e-t-i-t -E i think i think it was petit was who in uh, in france i think it's in paris who had some great results with implants again no one in this country is really embracing it but yeah that's what you do for a saggy bun implants or um fat graft fat graft a bit fallen out of favor and i don't really know anyone who's doing buttock implants in the uk there may be but uh not a common procedure actually um terry may in the uk not something we've really embraced um i don't want implants was thinking taking skin away yeah you could tighten the skin and put a scar in the buttock crease it's not great though, um, Terry May, because it can flatten the buttock and it can also be uncomfortable to sit on and wound healing problems. So it's not a great place to have a scar. There's no easy answers for the buttock, Terry May. Uh, not in my uh, not in my experience. I'm not as I say, I'm not an expert in the buttock, but it's a difficult area. Uh, Joe, hold on a minute. What's going on here? What's this disc? What, what have I done? Well done. How did you feel? Yes, I did. Can Terry and me get a discount if I give her my fat lol? Um, nice one, Kirsty. Um, we'll look into that and get back to you, yeah? Giving your fat to Terry. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, Joe, I have terrible lower back pain and think it may be down to a large diastasis recti without having a muscle repair with tummy tuck. Sorry, would having a muscle repair with tummy tuck impact significantly improve my back pain? Joe, I would say that I couldn't guarantee it. Now, obviously, the rectus muscles or the recti muscles, as you correctly put them, are important for your core stability. Um, and, you know, they're often splayed apart if that's what diastasis of the recti is. For those who don't know, the recti, the recti is your six pack. And when the two six pack muscles are, are, are splayed apart, that's called diastasis of the recti or divarification of the recti. And so part of a tummy tuck is bringing those recti muscles together. Um, and I, I would say that the main thing it helps with is the bulge above your belly button when you lift, get, get up. Yeah, I couldn't guarantee it would help with your back pain. It might, but I wouldn't like to say let's have the surgery because it's going to help your back pain. People get back pain without diastasis of the recti. So, it, you know, I wouldn't like to guarantee it and I wouldn't. It might, but it would have to be like the main reason would have to be to get that diastasis repaired because you don't want the bulge. If you were said, I hate the bulge. I would say, well, let's fix the diastasis. If you say, I don't care about the bulge, it's my back pain I care about, I'd be like, well, I'd be careful about having diastasis repair because you might go through all this surgery and it might not improve it. Um, J. 
Juliet, I'm great now, Kirsty. I originally had a tummy tuck but had a revision and was given a fleurly and it's great, especially on the mons. I need more work done, bum, thigh, back, etc. But I'm happy. God luck. God luck yourself. Yeah. Fleurly you fertile in the same way as a full tummy tuck, you can't get a huge amount done on the mons. You can have a go at it, but there may still be some full ups on the mons, but you certainly can with either sort of tummy tuck, you can have a go at the mons. Uh, lol Kirsty. Oh my god, it's gone crazy here. God, I thought we were... uh, I have a saggy bum and back due to weight loss. I don't want butt implants, just hate baggy skin. Yeah, Julia. I need to think of something, don't I? Um Yeah. I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything. Terry wants to get rid of a big butt. But she's stuck with a bit of deflated buttocks. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I feel like I'm letting you down. I feel your pain, Terry. I've always been huge with a flat bum. It annoys me. Yeah. I know it's such a pain. Yeah. I mean, it's usually the flat bum that people don't like, that they want some fullness. Um, but it's it's a tricky one. Brilliant, thanks for answering my question so thoroughly. Oh, was it thorough? Thank you. Sorry about the technical getting the slides up a bit, but that was good. You're very welcome, Joe. Right. So that's that. What should we do? Should we call it a night? Do you want to call it a night? Any questions, anyone? Any more for any more? Hands up. Hello? No. no? Call it a night, yeah. So um, thank you all for your wonderful participation, commenting and sharing. Well, com no, sharing is different, isn't it? Commenting. Thank you for commenting. And I'm going to check out right now. And uh, brilliant. Joe, Terry, Kirsty, all of you, Julia, brilliant. And I'm going to wish you all a good night. And uh, not to mention Sonia from earlier as well. Um, and Johanna and everyone else who commented. Um, and I'm going to check out and see you same time, same place next week. What am I doing next week? It's not Christmas yet, is it? Second, no. Um, oh, hold on a minute. What's going on here? Thanks for us. Kirsty, oh, no, we want to put this on the screen. Let's keep that. That'll be the screenshot. Listen, guys, Kirsty's spoken to loads of surgeons and I'm her favourite. Kind, Kirsty. Thanks, kind. Julia thinks I've done great tonight. Not like usual. That's kind, Julia. Thank you. I thought I felt it was a bit ropey in the middle, personally, but you know. Joe, how quickly from consultation could you have your surgery? Or Joe, there's a rule for BARPS members that we've got to leave, leave two weeks, a bit like when you get a credit card. You've got to leave two weeks before, uh, before from consultation to surgery. So it's got to be a two-week cooling off period. Um, if you're having a big op, then you probably want to leave it, you know, a while certainly if you're thinking you're having surgery now then you've got christmas sort of thing um so i think at the moment we're looking sort of probably february march so it's usually a couple of months i think is usual but we try and be flexible and and, and help you and you know fit in with your plans as much as possible but you, a couple of months would be usual i'd say um terry says thank you thank you terry julia thank you julia uh i will go and have a nice rest oh, screens have gone off and thank you all so i'm gonna anyone any more for any more i'm gonna check out here and i suggest you do likewise and i will see you next tuesday at seven o'clock so please uh looking forward to seeing you then good night
Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.